Welcome back to a short episode of Songs for FRCR. Today we're doing mnemonics. We're doing some renal mnemonics because no matter how hard you try, sometimes you just have to learn a list. song is of course the aptly titled Forget You, but we're not going to be forgetting these lists, we're going to be learning them. So here we go, renal mnemonics. We're going to begin with the causes of medullary nephrocalcinosis, which is of course calcium deposition within the renal medulla. The same processes that cause medullary nephrocalcinosis will be the same processes that cause kidney stones. So these patients may well present with symptoms of renal colic, in other words, pain around the hips, the loin area. That's the mnemonic that you're going to use. It's the crampiest around the hips. The mnemonic is divided into two, the crampiest represents the things that will cause medullary nephrocalcinosis and the hips represents the things that will cause predominantly pyramidal nephrocalcinosis. Let's start with the first half of the mnemonic, the crampiest. The DA is vitamin D, so hypervitamin D. The C stands for any calcemic or calciuric state. This is like Cushing's, Barter syndrome, multiple myeloma, bone metastases. Then we're on to RA. RA is renal acidosis or renal tubular acidosis type 1. Then M. M is medullary sponge kidney and milk alkali syndrome. P stands for hyperparathyroidism. S is sarcoid. And finally, T is thyroid. Thyroid can be either hyper or hypothyroidism. Both will cause medullary nephrocalcinosis. That was the crampiest. I'm going to say it again. The DA in the is hypervitamin D. The C is calcemic or calciuric states, Cushing syndrome, Barter syndrome, bony metastases and multiple myeloma. RA is renal acidosis, renal tubular acidosis type 1. M is medullary sponge kidney and milk alkali syndrome. P is hyperparathyroidism. S is sarcoid and T is thyroid, either hyper or hypo. That was the crampiest, that is the causes of predominantly medullary nephrocalcinosis. That was the crampiest and that is the causes of medullary nephrocalcinosis. We'll now move on to the hips, the other half of the mnemonic, which are the causes of predominantly pyramidal calcinosis. The D here stands for drugs, particularly frusamide. The H is hyperuricemia. I is infection, particularly tuberculosis. P is papillary necrosis and S is sickle cell disease. Sickle cell disease causes infarct and resulting dystrophic calcification. We'll say it again, pyramidal 
calcinosis, the mnemonic is DAHIPS, D is drugs, particularly fruzamide, H is hyperuricemia, I is infection, particularly tuberculosis, P is papillary necrosis, and S is sickle cell disease, which causes infarct and resulting dystrophic calcification. That was the causes of medullary and pyramidal nephrocalcinosis, and these patients will have signs and symptoms of loin pain, so that in other words, they are the crampiest around the hips. We'll go over it one more time. The crampiest are the features or the causes of medullary calcinosis. D is hypervitamin D. C is calcemic or calciuric states, particularly Cushing's, Barter's, multiple myeloma and bony metastases. The RA is renal tubular acidosis type 1. M is medullary sponge kidney and milk alkali syndrome. P is hyperparathyroidism. S is sarcoid and T is thyroid, either hyper or hypo. Both will cause medullary nephrocalcinosis. The second half is da hips. This is predominantly pyramidal calcinosis. The D here is drugs, fruzamide in particular. H is hyperuricemia. I is infection, tuberculosis in particular. P is papillary necrosis and S is sickle cell disease. That was the causes of medullary and pyramidal nephrocalcinosis. Take a break and then we'll now do cortical calcinosis. We move on now to the causes of cortical nephrocalcinosis. And for me, when I look at images of cortical nephrocalcinosis, it looks like the mouth and teeth of a piranha fish. So piranha is the mnemonic that I use to remember the most important causes of cortical nephrocalcinosis. The P stands for chronic pyelonephritis. The I doesn't exist. The R stands for reflux, so vesicourethric reflux. The first A in piranha is Alport syndrome. The N is necrosis, so renal cortical necrosis. The H stands for hypercalcemia and hyperoxaluria, which makes sense. And the final A is autosomal recessive polycystic kidney disease. I'm going to say again, these are the causes of renal cortical carcinosis and to me it looks like a piranha fish teeth and so the mnemonic I use to remember the most important causes is piranha. The P stands for pyelonephritis, chronic pyelonephritis. The I, I don't use. The R is reflux, vesicourethric reflux. The first A is Alport syndrome. N is necrosis, so necrosis of the cortex, cortical necrosis. H is hypercalcemia and hyperoxaluria 
and A is autosomal recessive polycystic kidney disease. That's it. That's nice and easy. And that's the causes of renal cortical necrosis. Now, we do have to expand on one of these causes because it can be an exam question in itself. That is the N. The N was necrosis, renal cortical necrosis. And that has its own list of differentials. So take a break and we'll do after the musical break the causes of specifically renal cortical necrosis. So we've done the causes of medullary nephrocalcinosis, medullary and pyramidal. We've done the causes of cortical calcinosis. One of the causes of cortical nephrocalcinosis was necrosis or necrosis of the cortex. That has its own list of differentials that I've seen come up in exam questions. And so you have to memorize them. So one of the causes of cortical necrosis is arsenic poisoning. Arsenic is found in soil deep within the ground and coal miners therefore have high levels of arsenic. In a coal mine the top of the mine shaft is called the pit head and pit heads is the mnemonic that I use to remember the causes of cortical necrosis in the kidney. P is pregnancy I is infarct, T is transplant rejection, H is hemolytic uremic syndrome, E is ESWL, extracorporeal shockwave lithotripsy, A is arsenic, like I've already said, D is various drugs, and S is sepsis and snake bites. That was pit heads. Pit heads is the mnemonic that I use for remembering the causes of cortical necrosis in the kidney. The way I remember the word pit heads is that one of the causes of cortical necrosis is arsenic poisoning. Arsenic poisoning will occur deep within the ground where arsenic comes from. So coal miners are particularly high risk. And the top of a coal mine, the top of the mine shaft is called the pit head. So pit heads is the mnemonic. P is pregnancy toxemia. I is infarct. T is transplant rejection. H is hemolytic uremic syndrome, E is ESWL, A is arsenic, D is drugs, and S is sepsis and snake bites. Commit these three to memory. There is no way around this. You just have to memorize them because in an exam setting, you're not going to have time to work things out. The reason I'm pushing you to commit these to memory is because in an exam question, all of these causes, when you're stressed in a hurry, will merge into one and you don't want to sit and try and figure out which is which. You want to be marking the correct answer as quickly as possible and moving on. I've already said the way that most of these exam questions are structured is they will give you a list of causes 
and ask you which is not a cause of medullary nephrocalcinosis, for example. What they'll most commonly do in that list is throw in a cause of cortical nephrocalcinosis and you are expected to know the difference between the causes. A common exam question will list the causes of medullary and throw in something like Alport syndrome and you're expected to be able to pick that out and realise that that's actually a cause of cortical and not medullary nephrocalcinosis. I hope that helped, I hope it all made sense and I do hope you'll spend 5 to 10 minutes memorising those today. As long as you go over them a couple of times again, they will be committed to your long-term memory. Good luck, we'll be back with some more mnemonics soon. Keep revising, there's not long left to go.